three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that, find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey, and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Study Abroadcast. This is Christopher Carlton here with Claudia Gonzalez from Eastern Illinois University. Claudia, thank you very much for being here and welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you for asking. All right, well let's jump right into it. Claudia, first of all, how did you, when you studied abroad yourself, okay, because I'm assuming you did, you're in international education, Tell me about your experience leading up to the departure. Like, why did you choose where you wanted to go? How did you pick that location, et cetera, et cetera? Well, the programs that I did through the study abroad is the short term, which is the faculty-led study tours. Okay. And um, the course component uh, had a teaching uh, – no, I'm sorry, not teaching, but uh, uh, two, three-week in China – uh, we were able to go to five different cities in China, and right. uh, it was actually pretty nerve-wracking because I'm like a, I was a sheltered kid, so my parents didn't want me to go to China. Um, they thought it was too far away for me, and they like, "Oh I no way, really?" Yeah. So coming from like a, a a Latin Hispanic background, where you know they're like going abroad is like something they don't imagine. Yeah. Um, so I literally begged them to let me go to this trip. Really? Yeah. And I, they finally caved in, and then I went to China, and it was amazing. Okay, and then what made you want to go? I've always loved culture and being – I've always loved the Asian culture, period. Like, I loved all Chinese, Japanese – I just wanted to be somewhere that's like on the other side of the world, pretty much. So when that opportunity came, I jumped on it. Right. Okay. And so before, prior to leaving, did you receive any, did you apply to or receive any scholarships or grants before you left? No, my parents paid for it all. Weren't you a lucky duck? I know. The only thing I did pay was my own expenses and I had a part-time job. So. Okay. All right. And can you tell me about, um, did you have any fears or doubts before you left? The only fears that I had was, did I have enough money to spend over there? Right. You're like a broke college student. No, yeah, I know. I, I know the feeling. <laughs> and another thing was like the food. I think I was afraid that I'd get sick over there. Okay. But those were normally my two concerns because the faculty was the only one that that organized everything, so we were going to be with them the whole time. But I feel like everything worked out for the best in the mm -hmm. end, huh? Correct. Right. And did you? Um. So can you tell me? So give me a light. Give me a day. A day in the life of what living in China was like. First of all, which city were you in? And tell me about like what an average day was like while you were in China. Okay, so I went to China twice as a student. Oh my um, god! As a student too. The student, yeah. And um, I went post-Olympics China, I mean, uh, before the Olympics and then post-Olympics China. So there were two different worlds pretty much. But the first time that I went, um, it was 
pretty much awakening of like the differences, but yet there's still similarities. You know, you're breaking out of your shell of, you sure, know, yeah. but you've all the stereotypes that were given to you versus you actually being there and seeing everything. So what was it like, what was it like pre versus post Olympics? Can you, can you maybe paint a, paint a picture of what it was like before and after? Okay, I can tell you my experience in Beijing. So we were looking at the temples, and around the temples, they had a bunch of poor people outside begging for money. And when, like, you saw that, you're like, oh, you wanted to give money, but they were like, no, don't feed the poor, don't give poor people money because they make a living off of it. And I was just like, okay. And then post Olympics, is it's clean. Everything was cleaned out. Well, that's good. Yeah. So everything was cleaned out in the post-Olympics? Yeah, post-Olympics. So it was better in the post-Olympics is what you're saying, right? Correct. Okay. And so I'm sorry, I don't remember you saying this, but were you did you go to the same town both times? Yes. Okay, and this was Beijing, right? Correct. Okay. So why? So just out of curiosity, why did you decide to go to Beijing a second time if you could have gone to like Shanghai or Hong Kong or a different Chinese city a second time? Well, the second the second Chinese trip was more cities. Um, I did get to see Shanghai. I went to go see go to Xi'an to see the terracotta soldiers. Right. And um, Beijing was just like a one two day stop compared to. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. And were you able to, so when you were in Shanghai, both of these times, were you able to travel and see the rest of China or any other countries while you were there? I didn't go outside China, but we did see the Great Wall. Um, we did see, um, actually, I ventured out to some nightclubs. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> and um, it's a funny story because one of the, one of my mishaps. Uh, yeah. We were trying to get back to this um, massage foot massage place that they took us to. Okay. And me and my roommate got lost. And when we got lost, um, we had like a bunch of kids like kind of um, like run towards us, and they try to take our stuff, and we're like, "No, get away from us!" And then we some girl helped us out, and it was definitely a scary experience for sure, but. We're still back. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, tell me a little bit. Of, what do you mean by a scary experience? Like, what did they do? What happened? You got to tell me a little more. Well, okay, so. We're all in college. Don't worry. It's not. not yeah, no. So, nothing. I was walking. We were walking, trying to find this spot. And we ended up going to, like, this poor district, red light district. It was. Yeah. Um. Some places you weren't supposed to go to, but you just happened to come across it. Right. Um, so, yeah, these kids came up to us, and they kind of, like, they're like, give us money, and we're like, we don't have any, and they were trying to take our bracelets and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then this girl's like, hey, stop. And she's like, oh, you're not from around here. Like, no, we're not from around here. Right. And. She took us to, we were like, we're trying to get to this massage place. And like, we might have taken the wrong turn. But now we got to go back to the hotel because we're sort of lost. And the girl's like, oh, come here. My grandma does massages. And so they had like this little, like this little shop in their house. 
and they were telling us about their experience that her parents passed away. Oh no. So grandparents are providing and she's trying to go into medical school to pretty much pay sure. their parents back. So it's a little sad story, but you know, we ended up right. getting the massages. It was a little awkward because it's like you know those massages you see that people walk on you? No, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> so we're just like uh, a little awkward, but in the end it kind of like it was definitely a learning experience for sure. Okay. All right. And learning experience, can you tell me, did you learn any new foods? Were there any delicious foods that you tasted that you wish you could get out at Eastern Illinois right now that you just can't? What foods oh. do you miss the most? So having the authentic food in that country, the freshness of the food, um, the taste, uh, like I tried the Beijing duck over there in China, and oh my god, you, I I cannot find that here at all. The Beijing duck, yeah, is what we're calling it. Okay, has your experience? So since you since you got back, you went to China twice, right? Yes. Since you got back, has your experience? How has your expe- experience affected you since you've been home? Like, how has it changed you as a person? Um, I started being more cognitive of other people and their life experiences, not to be judgmental, not to be like self-centered and um, pretty much understanding and listening to other people where they're coming from. Okay. And can you tell me, did you go to, did you have your undergrad at Eastern Illinois or where did you go to school as an undergrad? I actually got my bachelor's at northeastern illinois university and i'm currently pursuing my master's now at northeastern too oh wow so can you tell me a little bit about that school and why you decided to to enroll there instead of any any other school that's kind of that's kind that's a question i've been asking people lately is why did you choose eastern illinois well to be honest northeastern was my second choice i wanted Uh to go to the school of the art institute yeah um but i'm not a good test taker so (laughs) that's okay um, so Northeastern was literally next door from where I live. So, um, they had a good art program. I visit them. So I, you know, stayed with them and, um, went back to get my master's, um, to help with this, uh, the international office to learn more about international students. Right. Um, so I'll be done in a couple of weeks. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. And do you have any, so, so you're going to be done and you're going to get your master's degree soon, right? Yeah. Okay. And do you have any book recommendations you want to give other students? Like have you read any of the books that you'd really recommend? Um, one of my favorite books actually is called Catcher in the Rye. Oh yeah. Okay. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to get a copy when it was banned. So it's a good book. I definitely recommend it. Wait, when it was banned? When was it banned? It was banned in like the 90s. I didn't know that, really. That was banned. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And do you do you have any other, other than a book recommendation, do you have like a media recommendation of any sort that you want to give? Actually, yeah. Definitely TripAdvisor, Google Translates, and the xe.com which is the currency converter <laughs> okay i definitely recommend those to you recommend ex- those yeah and if 
if you had so if you were to tell a student who is thinking about studying abroad and not really sure if they should go what advice would you give that student uh what is there to think about <laughs> pretty much like really what are you fearing it's it's definitely you'll regret it for sure if you don't you'll regret out. it if you don't go right correct okay and finally do you have a favorite quote you want to share to one of the students I do. It's from Cesar Pavas, and it's traveling is a brutality. It forces you to trust strangers and to lose sight of all that, that familiar comforts of home and friends. You're constantly off balance. Nothing is yours except the essential things. Air, sleep, dreams, the sea, the sky. All things tend towards the eternal of what we imagine of it. Claudia, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Do you, is there anything you, you want to add to the interview? Um, I do want to see I catch flights, not feelings. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just no. definitely there's scholarships. If you're planning to go, um, check with your advisors. Um, everything's manageable. So. All right. Well, good. No. Yeah. Thank Claudia. Thank you very much for doing this guys. Give me an honest review of the show. Let me know how I'm doing. You can connect on social media for new interviews. Claudia, thank you very much for being here, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Hey, thank guys. You. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, you, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.